This Week in Gaming is brought to you by the king of gaming gear, Razer. Razer's line of wireless accessories are the best in the world. With three times faster wireless connectivity and adaptive scanning technology, your wireless products will always work when you need them to and never fail you. You can pick up your Razer product at multiplayerpodcast.com slash Razer. Make sure you enter code multiplayer at checkout. They're going to send you an awesome piece of gear and an awesome free gift to go along with it. Now on to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. We are a family-friendly podcast that releases two episodes every week, and we love talking about our favorite hobby, gaming. Since today is Thursday, we are going to be breaking down this week in gaming, talking about the games we've been playing in our personal lives, and also breaking down some recent gaming news. I am your host, Paul, and joining me, I don't have any clever way of introducing him today, so we'll just keep it professional. It's my co-host Josh. I'm really disappointed, Paul. I don't I don't I don't know how to come in like this. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was looking at our stories this week and the the there's like important news stories but they're not really necessarily funny and so I just really had no way to so shoehorn anything fits. in. It's like hey, yeah. we're getting we're getting down to business, but there's just not a lot of fun business going on (laughs) right we'll do our best to keep it fun so you know for those of you out there if you have not already done so make sure to rate our podcast five stars and leave us a review we've been reading some reviews on the show lately so you might be able to get a free shout out there if you leave one in apple podcasts and also if you want to help financially support the show you can either subscribe in apple podcasts or you can go to MultiplayerSquad.com, which will take you to our Patreon page. But if you do subscribe in one of those two ways, you will get access to additional Quick Take episodes. Josh, is there anything you want to say about those Quick Takes for the people out there? They're amazing. They're the greatest episodes <laughs> ever. There are, are like 50 of them. So it's not like you're just supporting the show. You're getting a lot in return. It's I think critics have said that it is the absolute best value for your $5 on Patreon or your $3 on Apple Podcasts. Well, yeah. And initially, the idea was to release five-minute episodes. But lately, they've all been at least 10 minutes. Some of them are even as long as 15 So you're going to get some pretty good content there where Josh and I just record whatever we feel like talking about. And so those are like, it's about an extra 20 to 25 minutes every week that you'll get in content. Yeah, we definitely try to say thank you in return. And those bonus episodes are quite good, if I do say so myself. They are personal game recommendations, um, funny moments from the show, just kind of glimpses into you know you and I and our lives and things and stuff like that. So people have told us that they love them. It's just one of the perks you get. You also get early access and ad-free episodes. Uh, you get exclusive perks on our Discord server. There's just a ton of stuff, man. Like I said, for for five bucks a month... It's really, I can't think of a better value anywhere in the world ever. (laughs) Yes. And so for the first half of our Twig episodes, we always talk about what games we've been playing on our own. Josh, what have you been getting into here this week? Oh, boy. So I made a big goof, Paul. I was convinced that I was going to be playing Battlefield 2042 all week this week. 
Yes. And I went to preload it to get ready for Friday night fun. And that's when I realized that, oh, I am just a scrub because I did not purchase the gold or ultimate edition of Battlefield 2042. I only purchased the standard edition, which does not, in fact, give you the (laughs) pre-release access. And then I sat there and waffled for a good few hours about whether I wanted to pay the additional, like, Fifty forty dollars or whatever it was to upgrade because we got the game on a discount, um, and then I decided no, and then I decided yes, and then Paul, this is a glimpse into my stupidity. Sometimes I haven't shared this with you, but I thought you know what, I'll just get Game Pass because if you get Game Pass, you get ten hours worth of playtime for free. Right, right. They have so, the 10 hours. Right. Yeah. So through EA Play, because that's included in the Game Pass. So I go through, I get Game Pass. It's been long enough that I got it for a buck. I'm thinking this is going to be great. But I guess I could not link the EA Play with my Game Pass account. So I had a second Game Pass account that I had opened to to get that dollar, you know, Share again. dollar trial. Yeah, yeah. So... I No lie, I'll save everybody all the technical details, but I spent about an hour trying to link my Xbox Game Pass in my EA Play account so that I could get my 10 hours worth of Battlefield 2042 playtime because I didn't want to wait one more week and I had my heart set on playing. I finally do all this. I finally get everything linked. It's like, hey, guess what? You can play Battlefield. Who's on Xbox? (laughs) Except I had to re-download the entire game and I already have it preloaded on my main account. Oh, okay. And so I was like... I completely just called it quits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like, forget it at I'm that not, point. I'm not re-downloading this game again because it's like it's almost 50 gigabytes. And I'm like, I already have it. It's sitting on my hard drive. Why can't I play it? And it's like, well, this is a different account, though. And I, I just kind of went, this is stupid. Never mind. I give up. So instead, I downloaded a 122 gigabyte game called Forza 5. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a 40 gigabyte game and played Battlefield. I'm an idiot, Paul. I I admit this. But so, yes, I've been playing some Forza 5, which is on Game Pass. So, you got this included. I've not ever played a Forza game before. This game is absolutely beautiful. It is one of the most high fidelity games I have ever seen. Now, you know, I have a good monitor, I have a good graphics card, I've cranked everything up to the max, it runs good. But man, it's graphics are getting to where you almost can't tell them apart because these cars look legit. Um, Gameplay's really well. I, it's like it's kind of like every other racing sim game out there. Like, there's nothing that's really blown me away other than the graphics on it. And I don't know, maybe I'm just not in the mood for a racing game. I, it's like I'm kind of meh on it. Like, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's like I can only drive to so many places and then pick up like a race. Or, a, you know, a thing, and then I drive around a few circles, and then I'm done, and then I go on to the next one. So, I, I don't know. Like, I don't mean to sound curmudgeon either, but it's not blowing me away. Yeah, just racing games by nature. Either you're really into it, and you'll play it for a thousand hours, or it just starts feeling really repetitive. Now, I have not played Forza 5, but I have seen a lot of it in my house, because even though we have a PS5... My son James almost exclusively uses an Xbox One that my brother-in-law gave us when he no longer needed it. And so my son signed up for Game Pass, and he picks the Xbox One over the PS5 on a daily basis. And he plays a lot of Forza 5. 
Really? So, yes, he absolutely loves it. He spends a ton of time. It looks great, but I, I've i never really been a racing guy. I liked it in the arcades. I would play a lot of, like, Cruise in the USA, Cruise in the World, but nowadays, eh, just not really my thing, so I'm not really tempted at all to play I it. I think I'm just an arcade racer, and Forza's not hyper, hyper realistic. Um, like, what's the other one that is? Uh, I can't remember, man. But it's been a good distraction. I it, It's getting phenomenal reviews. People love it. Um, you know, I like I said, I think I only have like maybe three hours or so into it, and, and it's been good. I'm glad I got it on Game Pass because I think if I spent $60 on it, I would go, I'm never going to play this enough to get my $60 worth. Yeah. You know, so that was money well spent as far as the $1 for the Xbox Game Pass goes. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I remember you mentioning in our Discord server that you were going to try playing Control. Did you ever get around to that or did you not? I did. I've actually been playing that more than Forza. That game is weird. Was it the most confusing opening couple hours you've ever experienced i still don't know what's going on i'm the director there's floating people there's the hiss i'm going around like cleaning floors at these control points I, i i don't know really like it's a cool game it's very well done i like the atmosphere of it i'm still not sure i'm completely sold on it either Like, (laughs) I'm playing these games, but it's like nothing's grabbing me, man. And I don't know if I just have Battlefield 2042 blinders on. We're going to talk about a rumor that will have proven to either be true or false by the time this episode (laughs) releases very shortly. And if that rumor is true, then that's a very good thing as well. Um, But yeah, so I've been playing these games, but I feel like even though they're both highly rated, they're just not really doing it for me for some reason yeah well i was kind of in a similar place like you where we're kind of in between games so we did the deep dive episode on the cave and we've got a little bit before battlefield releases since we did not pony up the extra dough to get early access we had some fun in lost ark and finally i was like i really need something at least for this upcoming week to play and you know how much i love gta how much i love the GTA Sorry, trilogy. I'm going to apologize 3. right now to you <laughs> on behalf of EA uh, and Take Two. <laughs> uh, well, it's not EA uh, and, and Rockstar. <laughs> yeah, 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 Rockstar. Yeah, whatever. Rockstar. <laughs> and so for me, that's what pulled me into gaming was GTA 3 and GTA Vice City. I have very fond memories of playing these with my uh, eventual wife and and her brother owned a PS2. That's where I played these games initially. So I bought the definitive edition remasters which by the way is currently sitting at a 0.6 on metacritic <laughs> oh it, it went is, up <laughs> it, is, it is not being very well regarded and honestly the biggest problem is i just want to play it josh if i pay 60 dollars for a game is it asking too much just to be able to play it? I don't care if the rain filters are horrible and it rains when you're standing underneath bridges. I see the complaints people are bringing to Reddit. But if you're on PC, you still cannot play it at the time of this recording. It released four days ago. And initially, uh, you could not play it because the Rockstar launcher was down. They finally brought oh, that back up. Their launcher is the worst, by the way. Terrible launcher. Yep, you have to have your social club account and all that. I finally am able to download all three games because the launcher comes back. I was able to play for one afternoon 
GTA 3. I played for about three hours. I was really enjoying it. I was like, I remember all of these levels. It's so fun to get back into it. And then all of a sudden they say, oh, we accidentally released a bunch of extra code. We're yanking it from the store. No one's going to be able to launch it. And so I requested a refund. I'm waiting for Good it for you because I was like, I'll just rebuy it later. But right now they just have my 60 bucks for free and I have absolutely nothing. And I understand why I'm pretty sure they call that robbery are so mad. where I'm from. Well, they know how to do it. They make GTA. <laughs> they know, how, they know how this works. <laughs> this, what a, what a, what a disaster. This is the biggest disaster. I mean, it's all over. This is why we have to talk about this. And I, you know, it's like nobody really likes negative news, you know, but this is just one of those huge, just goofs, man. You can't, number one, I, I apologize to you up front because I knew you know, what the story was. But number two, I, I, you know, I've always said I hate remasters. And this was a $60 remaster, right? It yeah. was full price yeah. for this trilogy. We made, I made fun of the graphics where there's like, oh, you know, it's better graphics now. And it's like, no, it's not. It, it looks exactly the same. You know, um, I think monitors are just better now or TVs are than they were <laughs> back then, you know, but it's like, I really felt like they have not done anything for this remaster. We've trashed that in a previous episode. Go listen to that one if you want all the thoughts there. But apparently they released all this code in the game that they should not have had in there. And it's bad enough that they felt like we have to take this down. I guess like something about the code like includes the source code. Yeah, and developer songs. notes. Yeah, there's like developer yeah. notes. There's songs that they apparently didn't pay like rights to or something like that or don't have rights to anymore. So there's this big... There, there's a big reason for them to say, oh, man, we have to wait, 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 we have to shut this down. So they took their launcher down. Now, the issue is, is that if you play on PC, and this mostly affects PC players, from my understanding, is that you have to go through the Rockstar launcher, which, like we said, absolutely sucks. And it's just another launcher in the other five or six that you need to play. So people kind of complained about that. And they're like, why can't this just be through steam or whatever? And they're like, no, we're rockstar. You have to use our launcher. Okay, fine. But then what they did is they removed the launcher. So you have no way of playing this game that you paid for. They took your money. It's sitting in rockstar's bank account, gaining interest right now. And they've given you no product. Yeah, and it's that's like, a problem. You can't do that to people, man. Gamers, <laughs> dude, when gamers band together, guess what? Like things happen, man. And you see this a lot, like with the, you know, the, the backlash that you had on Cyberpunk with its launch. And I mean, everybody was just slamming that. CD Projekt Red lost billions, man, just billions of dollars in their stocks and stuff like that. And now Rockstar is just getting absolutely obliterated, you know, online. I mean, a point oh six. Or 0.6? Yeah. (laughs) It's like you can't really get any worse than that, man. No, you won't. And the the, the sad thing is, like, I wasn't expecting them to over-deliver, right? We saw the character models. None of it was a surprise. I will say the character models do not look all that much better. The world itself, if you see, like, the trees and the bushes and the atmosphere, they did do a lot of improvement there. But I just want to play it. I'll put up with the problems and whether or not it's worth paying for if I could just simply play the game. Now, the funny thing is that you brought up Cyberpunk. I was reading all of these posts about how this is the worst release since Cyberpunk. 
I still need something to play. We're still waiting on Battlefield. I literally only bought this to play for the upcoming week and then maybe beyond. We'll see. And since that got taken, I was like, you know what? I wonder how Cyberpunk is running these days because I kept you reading about Cyberpunk. You to yourself, Paul. And I was like, you know what? I would love to jump back into <laughs> Cyberpunk. That game had <laughs> a, a thousand for issues. Punishment, man. <laughs> it had a ton of issues. I still loved it. I loved the story. I loved the gameplay. So I fire up Cyberpunk just for fun. And literally in our Discord, I posted that I was going to do that. Our one buddy, Steve, said he's still waiting until the game's fully fixed. I said, it's been a while. Like, I'm guessing they've probably fixed quite a bit. Immediately right off the bat, when I'm doing the very first mission with Jackie, he tries opening a door. Because in the beginning, you carry uh, the person who's, like, dying in the bathtub, and you carry her out to the, the terrace. And then as soon as I turn around to walk back inside, Jackie starts teleporting through all the file cabinets and files are flying through the air. And I was like, okay, they have not fixed a single thing in this game. Uh, so I don't know if I'm going to stick with Cyberpunk, but I, I, I was still excited at least to hop back in. But then I was like, okay, I've already beaten Cyberpunk twice. Uh, since it's still kind of a little bit of a mess, I'm probably just going to stop for now. So it's been a, a it's been a terrible week I think for both of us as far as our gaming goes. Mine has not been nearly as bad as yours. I didn't get robbed of 60 bucks by Rockstar thugs, you know, and <laughs> right. I did not subject myself to cyberpunk bugginess again. Yeah. Uh, I just my games are just like underwhelming me. I mean, they're fine. They're not bad by any means. It's just like they're not hooking me at all and I miss having that like huge desire to just man, I can't wait to jump into this game, you know, and I'm hoping that will be Battlefield. Maybe, Paul, it could be Halo. Are, are, are we playing Halo right now, Paul? But before we get into that, Josh, let's talk about something that we do enjoy talking oh, about. Definitely. And that's Razer. All right. So Razer is one of our favorite companies. They have been a supporter of our show for quite a while. And now we're very excited to talk about them and their wireless line of products. So specifically right now, we want to talk a little bit about the Black Shark V2 Pro headset. So I am a very picky audiophile in regards to sound quality and audio equipment that I use. I was raised by an audiophile as a kid. I was always going out with my dad to audio shows and testing out different audio equipment, you know, what amp to purchase, what speakers, what preamps. And so I am very picky in that regard. And I was able to test out the Black Sharks for the very first time, and they really are legit. Like, having a wireless headset that is actually very high audio quality and feels great is very hard to find. So I am a huge fan of the Black Sharks. They also have THX Spatial Audio, which gives you 7.1 surround sound. And it's not just good for gaming. I've also used them with music and movies. They really are fantastic. You can go check these out if you go to multiplayerpodcast.com slash razor, and then make sure to enter promo code multiplayer, and then you will get your products that you order, and you'll also get a free gift from Razer as a thank you. So Razer is for gamers by gamers. We love them. Go check them out today. All right. So Josh, in regards to Halo Infinite here. All right. This is going to be very interesting to see what is going on by the time this episode releases. Today is Sunday, November 14th, and the official release date for Halo Infinite is December 8th. But there's been a running rumor online 
that Halo Infinite multiplayer might go live on the 15th. I like these kind of rumors, Paul. So it's possible that tomorrow we might be playing Halo Online. I would nothing... Nothing would make me happier right now. <laughs> Honestly, in the in the gaming doldrums that you and I are in right now, and everybody goes through this, right? It's just part of being a gamer. Is either you're working a lot and you just don't have as much time, or maybe you have time but you just can't find a game you really want to play. But dude, if we get to play Halo Infinite multiplayer tomorrow, it will be like the best early Christmas present ever. Yes. The reason people are saying this, now this is not, there, there's actually some basis behind this rumor because the 15th is the anniversary, and I think it's the 20th anniversary. Is I it, is so, it that yes. old? Yeah. It's yep. the anniversary of the release of Halo. And so there's a ton of conjecture that it would make a lot of sense that they did a surprise early release of multiplayer on the 15th to go along with that. Now there's also stuff that has gone along where, you know, they have said, Hey, we have an announcement for everybody that's going to occur on the 15th. There's, uh, there's somebody found some code or files or something like that, that kind of indicated that maybe the game is actually fully ready and there's not anything they have to do, you know, to get it to that point. So as this hype train gets rolling out of the station and you look into it, it makes a ton of sense. But yeah. there's been nothing. There's been nothing. The only thing that people are really pointing to is that 343 has not denied this rumor. And usually they're very quick to come out and say, no, no, hey, yeah, okay, that's funny. But no, it's going to be December 8th. Like, sorry, guys. Like, you know, we're glad you guys are hyped, but, you know, that's not true. And they have not come out and said anything about it not being true, which is even like more fuel for the fire. Yes, exactly. So there have been multiple tweets online and people had shared that the Xbox store data makes reference to November 15th as a release date. So is this something that was like an old relic as like a, as a placeholder? Or is this something that might actually be real as far as like a surprise release? We have talked about how the best thing a game can do is like Apex Legends. It drops out of nowhere. Everyone loves it. That's all everyone's talking about. It's the only thing anyone is streaming online. And so if Halo Infinite came out this early, and uh, I mean, we would be so ecstatic. I mean, it would be the next deep dive, no question. Oh, easily, we would yes. pivot instantly to to start I, <laughs> covering Halo multiplayer. Yes, I would uninstall Cyberpunk immediately, <laughs> and uh, I would be thrilled if my GTA you know refund gets processed. At this point, I don't know if that'll happen or not. So hopefully, by the time this episode releases, we're currently playing Halo Infinite. Nothing would make us happier, but at the same time, I am just going to. You know, hope for the best, expect the worst, probably still going to have to wait about a month to play Halo, but we'll have to wait and see. Now, of- there, the, you, you did bring up in the intro that Battlefield 2042 sort of released, so it, it, it did come out for those who paid extra money. By the way, I do not like this trend in gaming. I really hope that this is not the new norm, because you and I shelled out $15 to play Lost Ark Technical Beta to get that access for a week. And now for Battlefield to be able to get that extra week, you got to pony up, you know, a hundred dollars for this edition of Battlefield. I really hope this does not become the norm. It, it It's really, I, I, 
I don't like money grabs when they're obvious money grabs, which is why I, I slander every remaster except for KOTOR. That's a remake, let's not forget, um, that comes mm-hmm. out, you know, because it is just a money grab. And I get that, hey, the, it costs a lot of money to develop a game. I, I get that. I'm sympathetic to that. But I pre ordered your game, which I don't, I'm one of those people where it's like, I don't really want to pre order stuff anymore because it's a bad habit that we've fallen into as gamers. But it's like, okay, it's Battlefield 2042. We're going to cover it on the show. We have an obligation to our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Really, I just want to play it. But, you know, but it's like, (laughs) I pre ordered your game, but you're telling me that my pre order is not good enough for you that I have to, I have to shell out uh, like 80 to a hundred dollars. Instead, to be able to play it a week early, like why? Like, well, I mean, I I get it. You know, uh, you have your whole business model where you know most of your income is going to come from your diehard fans who are going to be buying the cosmetics and they're going to pump all this money into it. And so, I get that they understand the fact we can make more money by price gouging the people who want to play the extra seven days. And if they have the finances and that's how they want to spend it, then great. You know, I would never spend a hundred dollars on a battlefield game, but you know, if someone wants to, I totally get it, but it definitely sucks for those of us who are, you know, maybe a little bit more frugal or can't shell out a hundred dollars for every major release. I, it's just a trend. I don't like, I get it from a business perspective. Same thing with the remasters, right? It's, it's an easy money grab. I get it. It just kind of sucks. <laughs> it does. The thing that's interesting about all this is we do have a few friends and listeners that have picked it up and are playing it. Generally, there's very good things that they are saying about it. If you go online, you know, obviously people that are unhappy are going to be very, very vocal about things, and that's not anything that's new. But you know, there's there's a lot that people are saying that they love about the game, and they're you know, hey, that's phenomenal. We're hearing it firsthand from people that are saying this is an absolute blast. Like I'm having so much fun playing this. But Paul, there's one thing that makes me feel vindicated, and I gotta share this <laughs> because when we played the beta, I mm-hmm. whined like a little child because I could not shoot people and kill them. Like to what felt natural to me in a shooter game. I remember thinking like something's bugged with my mouse. My aim is off. Like, why can I not seem to kill people in this game? I whined about it. I posted about it. I searched all over the internet to try to find others that were like me, you know, that were having this problem. Lo and behold, the videos start surfacing now that it's actually in the early, you know, release access period. And All of these videos are guys like me that have their reticle directly on an enemy and are shooting and nothing is happening. And that is exactly what happened to me. Apparently, there's so much what they call bloom in this game. So for people that aren't familiar, in in most first-person shooters, you have bloom where it's like if you just fire, the bullets are going to spray in a certain pattern, right? Maybe randomly, maybe it's designed... Um, but you, you know, that, that lends to where you don't, you can't just go full auto and expect to have accuracy, but in battlefield, the bloom and the recoil are so strong that even if you look like your, you know, your hollow dot is on somebody, you're not hitting them. And that's exactly what was happening to me. So like, as terrible as this is that this exists in the game, I was kind of like, yes, (laughs) like I'm vindicated. (laughs) I don't suck at aiming. Now, wouldn't everyone experience this equally? So that's kind of like one of the complaints is I've seen a lot of comments online say that any kind of engagement that's mid range to long range 
feels like a coin flip. It feels a little bit too random. So I am curious to know if it's something that they might tighten up down the road because, or, or is this being caused by other issues like lag? Or is it something by design with the combat? Or is it maybe some kind of combination of both? I don't really know. So I don't know if it's something they're going to change or not, or if it's maybe something we just have to get used to. But it definitely seems like it's something a lot of people are definitely struggling with. Now, some of that I take with a grain of salt. Like in one video, there's a guy, he's got his, you know, his dot directly on the enemy, but you can tell that the guy is walking forward the whole time he's shooting. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's very difficult to aim accurately if you're actually moving, right? Like, I get that. But then again, this is also a battlefield game. So who wants to stop and stand still every time stand you still. want to shoot somebody, right? Like, that's yeah. just asking to get sniped. So I do try to take it with a grain of salt. And obviously, this is not a super, super widespread issue. And it's still very early. Um, but this is the game that we're going to play in a week. So it's not like a beta where they can be like, oh, well, this is three months old build. I did see some hope where they said, look, what we're looking into the recoil and the bloom and stuff like that to see if that needs some adjustment, which makes me very happy. I'm still really, really excited. Our personal friends that have been playing it have said how much fun they're having with it. It's much, much less buggy than the beta was, which is nice. Now it's Battlefield, so it's still going to have bugs no matter what. I'm okay with that. Like, honestly, like, I'm okay with that. I just want to have a good time, but I really want to be able to actually aim at people and hit them too. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of defeats the purpose if you can't, right? All right. So, uh, like I mentioned before, it was, you know, a little bit of a light news week, although there was one headline that I ran across that I had to share with you, Josh. I know you've already heard this headline, but it'll be new for a lot of our listeners. I did find an article here through gamecentric.co, and here's the headline. PlayStation could reveal a big remake in December, according to a rumor. Wait. (laughs) So hold on. (laughs) Wait, wait. The big news, right? Right. The big news of the day in the gaming world. PlayStation could reveal a big remake in December, according to a rumor. So you're saying that there might be a rumor that something could maybe happen, but also could not happen. But if that thing did maybe happen, it might maybe happen in December, and it might have something to maybe do with PlayStation? Am I getting that right? Yeah, I think you're getting that right. Okay. By the way, can't you just say that any major developer or any major console could release a a news story that they're remaking a game? That's literally all this headline says. Sony might be making a new remake and they'll announce it in December. Hey, Multiplayer Gaming Podcast might have a huge announcement sometime in the future. There might be. Maybe. There's a rumor that maybe at one point we'll announce something sometime to some people. Well, you know what this would be the equivalent of? The Multiplayer Gaming Podcast could reveal that they're going to deep dive a major title in the near future. Now, Paul, don't go spreading rumors. That's not good. (laughs) What a a stupid headline. And the article is really not any better. I thought maybe this is like a case where it's just like a bad headline. But, you know, so they just go on to talk about like, maybe it could be Shadow of the Colossus. Or, you know, maybe it's, you know, something else. And it's like, you know... 
the remakes are kind or the remasters and the remakes are kind of just out of control. Saying Sony might remake something is not even a news story. So that kind of tells you the kind of week we're having here <laughs> with games. It happens every now and then. It's just funny too because usually, you know, w- w- there's never a shortage of things that we can talk about, but we do like to have like good news to bring to the people and stuff like that. But every now and then there's just a week where it's like there's really <laughs> Like it's just <laughs> yeah. kind of like the lull of the before the storm hits and that storm being Halo and Battlefield and all these releases that are coming up and stuff. But it's just pretty funny because if it, it's not just us, you know, it's the video game industry where if somebody is having to take a rumor about something maybe happening and it might get announced. It's like, man, people are really grasping at straws right now. Yeah, I mean, you don't need, like, an inside source for that rumor. Like, anyone can just say that, you know. Blizzard might be remaking a big game. You know, we'll find out soon. I heard a rumor from somebody. Yeah, pretty pretty hilarious. All right, so that's all that we have here for This Week in Gaming. We will be back with our next full-hour episode on Monday. We're going to be doing a bonus round, and then I hear in a couple of weeks, Ooh. we are going to be bringing is back this a rumor, the Paul? draft and tournament. <laughs> this is not a rumor. <laughs> this this is fully announced that we will do another draft and tournament. And so for those of you who heard Michael Butler in the past, he will be returning. We're not exactly sure of the date, but you know he's in the middle of a move from Texas back to Arizona, but we hope to include him here in the near future. And then also come check us out on Discord. Josh and I have left a link in the episode description. You can come chat with us, chat with other people on the show. We want to hear your guys' thoughts and your suggestions for future content. And that's the best way to get it to us. However, you can also find us on all social media at Multiplayer Pod. Let's go play Halo, Paul. I'm <laughs> yeah. calling it. Hope- it's going to be available, man. <laughs> yeah, maybe if you try to hit us up on Discord, we might not be available if Halo just released. But otherwise, we'll see you guys on Discord, and we'll see you on Monday. All right. See you, everybody.